creating cultural awareness and understanding. This is Culture Click. Culture Click is written and produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. It's gaining popularity as a new way to work all over the world. But what exactly is co-working and how does it, well, work? Today we find out as we talk to Samantha Strand, Executive Director of the Garage Co-Work Space here in Winona, Minnesota. Samantha explains to us what co-working is and discusses why it's becoming so popular. I'm Bill Stoneberg with Samantha Strand on today's Culture Click. Uh, how are you doing today, Samantha? I'm doing well, thank you very much. Well, thanks for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, it's kind of an exciting thing going on here, it seems like. Um, how long has the Garage Co-Workspace been around? When did you start and how did it get started? Yeah, so the Garage Co-Workspace opened uh, November 14th of last year, um, and it, it got started actually um, from the city. The city really wanted to put a focus on entrepreneurship, um, and so they wanted a space like this because they've seen it be successful in surrounding towns like Red Wing and Rochester, um, but it, it's really a concept that's all over the United States and the world now, um, and it's really a way for Winona to be a contender with larger cities in retaining young talent um, and just kind of um, being a place that will flourish with the upcoming changes in the workforce. Um, so it kind of came about from the city. And then um, St. Mary's Kabara Institute of Entrepreneurial Studies, uh, Winona State College of Business, the Port Authority, and the city, and um, the Main Street downtown chapter in Winona, um, which is part of the chamber, um, all came together and um, were our founding sponsors um, to really help make it happen. So that's how it came about. Okay, so it was a real community effort then to get this going then, huh? Yeah, and that's actually um, something that's different about our co-working space is you don't see that in a lot of other co-working spaces. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, And then before we get too much into it, uh, for our listeners who might not be familiar with it, uh, what exactly is co-working? How How does it work, so to speak? Yeah, so co-working by definition is when two or more people are working um, next to each other, but they don't work for the same company. They might not even work in the same industry. Uh, They're working on their own thing, but they're working next to each other. And so a co-working space is where it's just kind of an open space floor plan. There's desks and chairs, and people can rent them by the day, the week, or different levels of membership per month. Um, to work on their own thing. And so you'll see freelancers, independent contractors, entrepreneurs. um, Those are the people that sit in these seats here. Um, But then there's also conference room space to rent by the hour. Yeah. Okay. So lots of different things that can happen. Um, uh, You know, you mentioned a couple different types of people who might work here. Um, What are, what types of work do you typically see being done in the co-working space? Yeah, so right now we have a few computer programmers, and that's pretty typical. Um, A few that are working out of companies out of California. Um, There's one who is a remote worker for HP. Um, But then you also have your marketing and branding, independent contractors. Uh, We have graphic designer. Um, 
so it's a lot of creative and marketing and branding, but also computer programming. Um, but really it's for anyone who doesn't have a permanent office. So it's really for any, any type of work at all that you need a desk space and a chair to sit in. Um, so it's pretty versatile. Okay. Okay. Um, and then, you know, when I was kind of looking at this and what co-working was, I noticed that a lot of it was saying that co-work space is more of a way to work than just a place to work. Can you kind of elaborate on that for me a little bit? Yeah. So we're seeing a really, really interesting trend in the workforce. Um, something called the gig economy is, um, coming about and by gig it comes from the music world so like landing a gig so a lot of um, the workforce now and even by 2020 I think about half or a little less than half of the workforce will be gig workers meaning these are independent contractors that are just hired um, on a gig to gig basis Um, so we're seeing a huge uptrend in that type of working so when people say it's a way to work, um, the, the lifestyle of the workforce is changing heavily from, from a nine to five. They're not wanting that nine to five structured, go into an office, work, and then leave at five. Um, the workforce is really going more toward flexibility, um, passion projects, um, and you know doing, doing what they really want to do. Um, and, in, and so you're seeing that the co-working is trending because it's giving place for those people, the upcoming workforce. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, and then I was kind of wondering, how does it differ from, I know a lot of people who freelance stuff like that, they might go to a coffee shop or something yeah. like that to do work. How does the co-working space differ from that? So different. This is one of my most popular questions. Why wouldn't I just go to a coffee shop? Well, you can. You can definitely go to a coffee shop, and I invite people to do that and try it out and try both Um, because co-working is so much more than a desk and a seat. Um, Co-working is a community. It's a collaborative community, and so you're surrounded by people who are going to inspire you, who are going to push you. You're going to be able to ask them questions. Um, They're like-minded people, even though they may not even be in the same industry as you. Um, You get to talk to these people when you take a coffee break. You know, we have coffee here. Um, But then there's also the connections. It's a total resource pool. Um, we have connections, we have a collaborative with, um, Rochester and Red Wing and other economic development organizations. So we can connect you to, um, some needs or people that may, uh, help you in your business. Um, and so, and and not to mention it's a lot quieter than a coffee shop. This, this space is actually purposed for work. Coffee shops are more purposed for fancy coffee and meetings. So um, I like to think, you know, when it when it goes over about two hours, two to three hours, you're more likely to be a lot more productive in a co-working space because it's quiet. It's purposed for work. People around you are only working. They're not just meeting friends for coffee or for lunch. Um, And so you see productivity go up. You see um, happiness go up because people are actually here to work, but then they're here to connect with you within a community. 
Okay, cool. So, you know, a community, that sounds like a really uh, kind of a neat way that things are going. Um, and I, I was also reading, I kept coming across the idea of shared core values between participants. Um, what are some of the examples of those shared values that people might have that work in a co-working space? Yeah, so definitely a collaborative environment. Um is a huge value for people. They, they want to bounce ideas off. I think the core values would really just be like acceptance and sharing and, and this is a shared environment. Um, and so you kind of see those types of things with, with coworking, just people accepting you, um, helping you and being a very collaborative, inclusive environment. Okay. Okay. It sounds like a good place to get, uh, bounce ideas off people, stuff like that, you know, and people across different disciplines even, right? Yes. And that's why we have whiteboard walls. So, um, you know, we have post-it notes and whiteboard walls and, um, rolling whiteboard. And so it's really great because you get brainstorming sessions or opinions or ideas from people with different backgrounds, different expertise, different industries. Um, and so it really does, um, is really a place for innovation. Cool. Cool. And, it, you know, it sounds like, like you mentioned before, this is something that's going on all over the world. You know, um, I read about a lot of neat co-working spaces, so I was kind of excited to come here today and see this. It's pretty nice in here. Um, is there, is there a certain amount of structure or anything like that that's provided in a co-working space so that you wouldn't find, like, say, if someone's working from home, uh, what would be the attractiveness of coming to a co-working space instead of working from home? Yeah, human interaction is uh, the biggest, uh, biggest feedback that we get. People who work from home, they see their kids and they see their dog and that's about it, you know, and so they do like to still work at home sometimes if they have that set up and they can do that. But um, we have flexible uh, levels of membership. And so if they can choose a plan that works for them to get out um, as much as they need to, to just come to a space, it makes them be more productive. Um, they, you know, they focus on work instead of also doing the dishes and also being distracted with their kids or kind of, um, I heard cats a lot being distracted by their cats. So, um, human interaction and definitely being more productive. Okay. Okay. And then, you know, you provide the space, you provide, uh, there's some computers here, things like that. And you mentioned a little bit before about memberships. Uh, how do the memberships work? Yeah, so we have a drop-in day and a drop-in week, and mostly those are for people who might be traveling for work and staying at hotels and things like that. Um, but then we have different levels of monthly uh, memberships, so anywhere from three times a month in here to um, unlimited, and you have a lockable file cabinet, so it kind of progressive goes up. We have like a two-day-a-week plan. Um, we have a 10-hour-a-week plan, so there's definitely different plans, and we like to be flexible and work with people based on, uh, really it's based on how you see how much time you would need in a space like this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then are the hours, uh, certain hours or does it depend on what kind of membership you have? How does that work? 
Yeah, so our open hours for anyone to kind of pop in and see the space, which I encourage everyone to just pop in and see the space if you're curious about it, um, is 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. But then um, our members have 24-7 access, so they have um, an app on their phone um, that they can just open, and it allows them to unlock the door anytime they need to, and then it remains locked to the outside um, for safety and things. So they could come 10 at night. Um, they could come on a Saturday and Sunday. So really our members, um, it's meant to act like a home office, like it's your own office, but, um, you know, you're away from your home. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then I was wondering, you know, uh, since there is this trend towards co-working, um, do you think that there are lessons that the corporate world and offices like that can uh, take from co-working spaces? Yeah, I would say um, the biggest one would be that, the you know, the workforce now, they want to be taking ownership over their work and have flexibility in that. Um, and... And in that, it would be like projects that they are really passionate about or interested in um, and and flexibility with time, knowing that they'll get it done. Um, but not a lot of people like to work just nine to five. You know, they're maybe creative later at night or more creative in the morning or need breaks or, you know, um, having flexibility within a workplace. And then uh, we really are seeing a lot of people needing to take ownership over their work and their projects. Um, and so that's why we're seeing a lot of kind of side gigs, side hustle, things like that, because they can take complete ownership over that and they, they love that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it sounds like it's a lot about community and flexibility, <laughs> huh? Cool. It's, it's all good stuff. Um, do you think that co-working spaces, you know, you mentioned that the city helped out and was interested in this. Um, do you think that it can help encourage economic growth in our region, in our area? Yes, a huge amount. Um, I think this is probably the most important thing to understand about co-working. And like that question you asked me before that, you know, what's the difference between this and a coffee shop? A million miles. There's a million miles of difference between this and a coffee shop. Um this space helps with economic growth because of the trend we're seeing in the work in the workforce. And so a space like this, um, you are allowing people who have higher salaries that are working out of companies in California or Boston or you know tw- even the Twin Cities uh, to live in a region like this um, and still do the work that they want to do. Um, and so you no longer have to work in California to make a, you know, to make a California salary or, um, and so you give people the choice to live where they want to live in a safe, beautiful region of the world, um, and, and still be doing what they want. But then you're also giving a space to retain young talent. Um, like I, I keep touching on, you know, where we're going, but, um, the people who are graduating from these three universities that we have right here in Winona, um, they're going to want opportunities that the co-working space is going to be able to provide. Um, and then also even big corporations are kind of uh, seeing this as an alternative to, to building brand new big things. They can just have their, their workers working in co-working spaces. So it's a huge economic um, development space, yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's important to retain that talent locally. And it's, you know, it seems like historically that's been kind of a struggle. So yes. co-working spaces probably fill a great need for that, huh? Yes. That's, it, I think it's going to be huge in, in these upcoming years. Okay, great. Um, if, if there's people out there listening and they're curious about the co-working space, but they're not quite sure about it, they're not sure if it fits them, uh, what would you encourage them to do? Yeah, stop in. Come through the doors. We're at 123 Lafayette Street, right across from Merchants Bank and right down from Acoustic Cafe. Um, just stop in. We're open 9 to 5, and, and we'd love to give you a, a tour and just even discuss kind of what you're doing and if this would be um, a good fit for you and you know what level might be a good fit for you. But we also hold a lot of personal and professional development events and networking events. So even if you're like, hey, I have this kind of, I already have an office, um, come to an event. If you're interested in tapping into this community, you do not have to be um, even a member to tap into the community. We always have events, and you can find any of those events on our Facebook, The Garage Cowork Space, or our website, www.thegaragecowork.com. So, yeah. Okay, nice. Um, What are some of the, like an example of some events that might be coming up soon that people might be interested in? Yeah, so um, one of my favorite events is called One Million Cups, um, and it's actually a national program that's put on, that was started by the Kauffman Foundation out of St. Louis, but it happens in over 170 cities in uh, America, I'm pretty sure, uh, between like 165 and 170. But the second Wednesday of every month from 7.30 to 8.30 in the morning a.m., we host two entrepreneurs from the community to come and give a six to ten minute presentation on their business. Um, And this isn't a sales pitch. It's not an investor pitch. Basically, we invite anyone and everyone from the community to come and listen to um, these different businesses and these amazing entrepreneurs that are right here um, in Winona or the surrounding towns. Um, and there's free Mug- Mugby Junction coffee, and it's a great way to start your morning. So we did just have that last week, but the next one is May 8th. Um, and then we have a lot of networking events. We've had, you know, Discover Your Real Colors um, workshop. We have leadership training. Um, so we have another leadership training on May 21st. Um, and actually, Jamie, from who's the community manager of co-working, um, Collider Coworking in Rochester is coming down on Wednesday to talk about kind of the importance of um, co-working and how it can um, accelerate an entrepreneurial ecosystem. And so that's from 530 to 6.30. Yeah, it's going to be a great event. Cool. It sounds like there's a lot of great stuff going on and a lot of a lot of ways people could come down and check it out without really, you know, just kind of dip their toe in the water and see how it works, right? Yes. Seriously, if you guys get anything from this, come in and just check it out because um, there's a great community of people here um, and it's a very welcoming space and you do not have to be a member to walk through these, these doors and just be curious about what we got going on here. Okay. And then just out of curiosity, do the events, uh, is there a fee for the events or are those free to the public or does it depend? It depends. So we have um, usually one or two event 
months a month that are more so like the leadership training that might have a small fee to it but a lot of them are free like one million cups is always free um and a lot of our networking so a ton of them are free yeah Okay, good opportunities to get down here and check it out then. And then do you want to just tell us about the website a little bit again, just to so that people can uh, remember that if they want to jot it down or something? Yes, so it's www.thegaragecowork.com, and you can find all of our events there, as well as there is a ticket page for those couple that do cost money. You can purchase tickets right on our website. Um, there's a video on the front page that um, you can watch that really shows you the place and shows you what kind of community and, and what co-working means to us here. Um, so yeah, I encourage you to check out the website. All right, great. Well, I'm down at the Garage Co-working Space here in Winona, Minnesota, and I'm talking to Samantha Strand. She's the executive director. And uh, thanks so much for being on the show today, Samantha. Thanks for having me, Bill. Thanks again to Samantha Strand for joining us today on Culture Click. More information about The Garage Cowork Space can be found at thegaragecowork.com. To stream today's show or any other episode of Culture Click, go to kqal.org and look for program archives under the Media tab. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've just heard from Samantha Strand on Culture Click. Creating cultural awareness and understanding. You've been listening to Culture Click. Support for Culture Click is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Culture Click is produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. For more information, look us up on the web at kqal.org. And thanks for listening to Culture Click. Do you want to know about all things Winona and the surrounding area? Tune in to Culture Click, Thursdays at 1230, right here on 89.5 KQAL. Culture Click is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.